my name is Roland Ramos, producer for Artifications. I'm an art curator, musician, and organizer based out of Brooklyn, New York. Artifications is a series of documentaries and podcasts designed to make the international art world more accessible. If you love to travel, we do the heavy lifting and find the best places a city has to offer by way of culture. And if you're an artist, we ask the questions any visiting artist would want to ask before considering a show. Artists are dreamers, and here at Artifications, we dream big. Visit us at artifications.us to check out our bank of mini-documentaries, podcasts, and our growing list of hyper-localized artist resource pages. It was three and a half years ago. I had just put out Artifications' last official podcast from Healdsburg, California. It was fantastic, because on that date that we launched that last podcast, it wasn't just a podcast. It was a historical walking tour wrapped up with numerous live concerts at various galleries all over Healdsburg. And that town was so alive. Perfect weather. And I must say, Sonoma County, beautiful place to live. Fantastic place to live. Since then, we've shifted the video. We have over 20 documentaries from all different parts of the world, but essentially we provide 20 different experiences uh, where we sometimes explore art fairs. We sometimes go on the art walks. We do loads and loads of one-on-one interviews with gallery owners, regional movers, shakers, the people behind the artists that help everybody get these things together. That's the way we play. I like to say that each one of the places we visit are awesome and dope in their own ways. And the only thing that maybe they're missing is you. Our current goal is to break down all of our current backlog of documentaries one by one using the podcast platform, starting with our first one, The Lower East Side. You can find them all at artifications.us. And with that, for the last number of years, the Lower East Side has been a thriving place on Thursday evenings where you can find throngs of drunk people carrying coffee cups full of wine, darting from gallery to gallery in search of their new favorite emerging artist. What we'd like to do here is to start any examination of an art scene by looking into the history of the location. For example, the Lower East Side, many of the galleries tend to be a smaller box spacer or a longer shotgun style, but this is simply consistent with the restrictions of the prevalent architecture in the Lower East Side. These structures were, of course, originally built to house waves of immigrants moving through New York City. We'll talk more about that later. My role is I'll be popping in along the way with interesting facts, like, for example, the first thing you're going to hear is only a small excerpt of the poem The New Colossus by Emily Lazarus, dated November 2nd, 1883. Enjoy. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses, yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. Try, if you will, to imagine leaving everything you know is home behind, rolling up to America's shores after a long sea voyage and coming into this densely populated neighborhood with so many different languages. 
The tenement buildings you see blocking out the sun, they housed waves of immigrants who settled on the island of Manhattan. Over 100 years later, the institution of punk was born on an old Dutch road. Then the galleries came in. The Elias is known as a warren of clubs, restaurants, and bars, with galleries peppering the narrow streets with all kinds of exhibitions. The wonderful thing I love about this area is you can find white cubes just all over the place. White cubes, for those who don't know, are basically gallery spaces that have all white walls and hang art. This is the Bowery. It was at CBGB's where New Yorkers got their first dose of the Ramones. Talking heads, Blondie, the police. The venue existed from 1973 through to 2006 when it closed its doors. A quick side note, CBGB's OMFUG actually stands for Country Bluegrass Blues and other music for uplifting gourmandizers. That was a gourmandizer. Ow, I think I need a gourmandizer. According to Merriam-Webster, a gourmandizer is someone who eats greedily or too much, synonymous with gluttonous. Next, we're going to acknowledge these tenements that comprise most of the architecture on the Lower East Side. When we say a tenement, we're talking, of course, about a building, usually seven stories in height and comprised of multi-family units. Now, during the time of the 1900s, they were dreadfully overcrowded. This is where we're going to jump back in. These tenements date back to the 1800s, when waves of immigrants would land on America's welcoming shores. For most immigrants, New York City was but a stop on a much longer journey. For those who actually stayed, most of them would land in the Lower East Side. Life was hard here in the 1860s. Families slept in crowded rooms and makeshift beds, and often enough those same bedrooms converted into workstations in the morning. These makeshift workspaces churned out all manner of industry, which contributed greatly to the budding Lower East Side economy. To learn more about this and other aspects of immigrant life in the Lower East Side, I highly recommend you check out the Tenement Museum. It's easily accessible and has great guided walking tours. The Lower East Side often plays host to a number of galleries in transition. That means they're either transitioning from Brooklyn to Manhattan, or they're transitioning from Chelsea to another part of New York and possibly Brooklyn. It's almost like the way station for galleries, but it does keep this whole place vibrant. I wanna say when I talk about the Lower East Side being a sort of a way station, that's just the opinion of an inside outsider who's been appreciating the animal that is the New York art scene as long as they can remember. Now to Adrian Vanderplas. My role as producer is simply to present the opportunities as they come, and Adrian definitely had an open door. The way I work is highly scripted, but sometimes I just show up, and that's exactly what I did when I met Adrian. I just showed up, and he allowed me to interview him right there and then. That takes a certain level of trust. It's been a jumping off point for many artists who've been trying to enter the LES scene. So let's jump right in. We had the pleasure to meet with Adrian Vanderplas, a fixture in the Lower East Side community since 2013. With over 40 years in the art game, Adrian Vanderplas has established that he can recognize great art, has a distinct sense of loyalty, and an affinity 
for his community. I'm Adrian van der Plus. I have been in this gallery space for four and a half years. I came from the South Street Seaport where I was for 23. Could not do it if my heart wouldn't be uh, so in, into it. Uh, as you see uh, right now, I'm featuring an artist by the name of Konstantin Bokhoff. Um, we are together for 27 years, I believe in him. I have uh, rebuilt this whole space when I first saw it four and a half years ago, it was a bombshell. Um, my taxes, just to give you an idea, went up by about 70%. You must really like what you do, otherwise you could not do it because there's no money in it. There's no, I have not had a paycheck in four and a half years. So um, connections are important. The longer I stay around, the more uh, other galleries will see me. I want to link. I want to link. I want to link. 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 I like that link a lot. You can find details on Adrian in this gallery and the body of this podcast, or at our website, artifications.us. The only thing that one can say about the Con Artist Collective is, damn, what a shame. It's a shame because it no longer exists. It moved to a different space and imploded. This place in Lower East Side was a mecca. It was always my first recommendation for an artist who was looking to get involved. It had a built-in system designed to assist, promote, and service artists. It was also a great place to hang out, make friends, and make things. Let's jump back in. Just a few blocks away from the Vanderplas Gallery is the Con Artist Collective. Since it opened in 2010, this brick and mortar facility has provided its over 500 members with a solid creative space where they can all work together or independently. It provides so many avenues of assistance for all the artistic community of New York. On top of curated shows and a bevy of classes, it just makes for a wonderful destination for every and all artists who's coming to New York who wants to get a leg up on getting to know the arts community. We stopped in to talk with Brandon Weisscarver, the general manager, to find out their take on their facility's contribution to their community. One thing I like to say a lot, I'm constantly saying to people, with art, uh, the best thing about it is it doesn't matter if you're good at it or not. It's still good for you. My name is Brandon Weiscarver. We are at Con Artist Collective, which I've been helping to run for the last few years. I think the, my biggest challenge that I faced in New York was finding where the artists were and where I could show and you know what was going on. There's a lot happening here and it's not the art world's not always the most open place. Yeah, you know, there really is happening. It just it just takes one or two introductions, right? To like actually start opening some interesting doors and finding out where to go and meeting people and things like that. But I was born in Texas, I was raised in California, and now I consider myself a New Yorker because I've been here long enough. Uh, but for, I came from the Bay and the thing that I really noticed about the difference between the art scene in the Bay and versus New York and versus LA is that I know the two places where you actually sell work are LA and New York. It's a, strength in numbers is a really core 
principle of con artist collective and it's an interesting one for artists right because artists are usually thought of as these solitary creatures who uh, live in the seclusion and they're romantics and they uh, it's all about this personal expression when in reality we can accomplish so much here by we're the reason we're here is because there's so many of us willing to throw down on a bigger vision of having a space for artists that is open like that so if you have a lot of people who care about similar things, you know, the more of you cluster together, the better off you're going to be. We're making shoes, we're making art, we're making uh, handmade goods, we're, we're creating new apps, we're doing any kind of creative uh, process and helping and supporting each other. Uh, I'd just been fired from a photography studio because I wouldn't stop collaging with their old magazines. They're throwing them away anyway. Uh, and so I was really pretty bummed out about that and I was working at a coffee shop around the corner selling my collages because those guys were cool and they let me do that. And somebody said, hey, do you know about con artists? Uh, I went from being fired from this photo studio and having no real direction to like going and representing con artists at the White House and a makerspace conference. It was an incredible, you know, place to go, you know. So there's that mobility here. It still has that energy. I really think it does. New York. I just want to say, Mr. Weiss Carver remains one of my favorite people in the art world. Um, someone who's always able to help people out and get them involved one way or another. And that's what Artifications is about. You know, and while we're on that subject, please reach out to us at uh, artifications.us or on social media through Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, especially Patreon. You know, support, support, support. That's all we can do for each other. So right now, uh, instead of saying <laughs> we uh, making the art world a little smaller, our goal is to make the art world a little bit more accessible. So with that, I just want to say uh, thank you. I look forward to hearing from you some feedback on this podcast. And cheers for now. Roland Ramos out. Out.